Hello everybody and welcome into episode number 165 of the Bible 2021 podcast. We are reading Philippians chapter 1 today and our focus is on can the bad things that happen to us actually have good long-term results? So every day we dig into one chapter of God's word at a time seeking to listen and follow it and obey it. And I would encourage you to share our website with your friends and tell them about the show. You can go to Bible2021.com to do that. Or you can subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts or any other place just by searching for the Bible 2021 Podcast. Great chapter to read today, one of my favorite books in the Bible. As a reminder, though, as I speak this, the date is June 1st, 2021, and I'm recording a batch of episodes to release while my family and I travel to our hometown of Birmingham, Alabama for a couple of weeks. Because of that, this episode and maybe the next few might be a little bit shorter than normal, but it should be short and sweet because Philippians 1 is so awesome. So in this passage, we find Paul unjustly in jail. And I want you to think about Paul the Apostle. Here's a guy that is wholeheartedly following God and living a life of passionate obedience. And he is doing the right thing probably more so than 99.99999 something like that percent of Christians living right now. And yet over and over and over and over again, he keeps finding himself in deep trouble. In 2 Corinthians 11 verse 24, Paul is going to list out all of the hardships he's faced as a, an apostle. It's a short list and it's incomplete, but wow, it's kind of eye-opening. So listen to the litany of troubles Paul has had in his life. He says, five times I received the 40 lashes minus one from the Jews. Three times I was beaten with rods. Once I received a stoning. Three times I was shipwrecked. I've spent a night and a day in the open sea. On frequent journeys, I faced dangers from rivers, dangers from robbers, dangers from my own people, dangers from Gentiles, dangers in the city, dangers in the wilderness, dangers at sea, and dangers among false brothers, toil and hardships, many sleepless nights, hunger and thirst, often without food, cold and without clothing, not to mention other things. There is the daily pressure on me, my concern for all of the churches. Who's weak and I'm not weak? Who's made to stumble and I do not burn with indignation? So that's, like I said, a partial list of the bad things that Paul happened uh, and reading it sort of relieves us of any sort of incorrect notion that the best people, the good people, the righteous people don't have bad things happen to them. Because the fact of the matter is, as the Word of God says, God causes His sun to shine on the righteous and the unrighteous, and His rain, I suppose, to fall on the righteous and unrighteous. So let's read our passage and consider all of the good that comes out of Paul's being in jail here. For one, we have this wonderful letter to the Philippians from that jail stint. Philippians chapter 1, verse 1, Paul and Timothy, servants of Christ Jesus, to all the saints in Christ Jesus who were in Philippi, including the overseers and deacons, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I give thanks to my God for every remembrance of you, always praying with joy for all of you in my every prayer because of your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. I am sure of this, that he who started a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Indeed, it is right for me to think this way about all of you, because I have you in my heart, and you are all partners with me in grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness how deeply I miss all of you with the affection of Christ Jesus, and I pray this, 
that your love will keep on growing in knowledge and every kind of discernment so that you may approve the things that are superior and may be pure and blameless in the day of Christ, filled with all the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Now I want you to know, brothers and sisters, that what has happened to me has actually advanced the gospel so that it has become known throughout the whole imperial guard and to everyone else that my imprisonment is because I am in Christ. Most of the brothers have gained confidence in the Lord from my imprisonment and dare even more to speak the word fearlessly. To be sure, some preach Christ out of envy and envy and rivalry, but others out of goodwill. These preach out of love, knowing that I am appointed for the defense of the gospel. The others proclaim claim Christ out of selfish ambition, not sincerely thinking that we will they will cause me trouble in my imprisonment. What does it matter? Only that in every way, whether from false motives or true, Christ is proclaimed, and in this I rejoice. Yes, and I will continue to rejoice, because I know this will lead to my salvation through your prayers and help from the Spirit of Jesus Christ. My eager expectation and hope is that I will not be ashamed about anything, but that now, as always, with all courage, Christ will be highly honored in my body, whether by life or by death, for me. To live is Christ and to die is gain. Now, if I live on in the flesh, this means fruitful work for me, and I don't know which one I should choose. I'm torn between the two. I long to depart and be with Christ, which is far better, but to remain in the flesh is more necessary for your sake. Since I am persuaded of this, I know that I will remain and continue with all of you for your progress and joy in the faith, so that, because of my coming to you again, your boasting in Christ Jesus may abound. Just one thing. As citizens of heaven, live your life worthy of the gospel of Christ. Then, whether I come and see you or am absent, I will hear about you, that you are standing firm in one spirit, in one accord, contending together for the faith of the gospel, not being frightened in any way by your opponents. This is a sign of destruction for them, but of your salvation, and this is from God. For it has been granted to you on Christ's behalf, not only to believe in him, but also to suffer for him, since you are engaged in the same struggle that you saw I had and now hear that I have. So here's Charles Spurgeon who beautifully discusses how bad things that can happen to us often result in overall good results. Spurgeon says, Notice the beautiful self-forgetfulness of the Apostle Paul in this passage of Philippians. So long as the gospel could be more widely published, he didn't mind where he was or what he suffered. He was able to witness for Christ among the Praetorian guards who had the charge of the prison where he was confined and who also, in their turn, were on duty in Caesar's palace. So Paul says that, through his being in bonds there, the particulars concerning his imprisonment were talked about even in the imperial palace and that by that means the gospel was made known to many in Caesar's household. Then, in addition, other brethren who might perhaps have felt compelled to be quiet in his presence, finding that their leader was removed from them, waxed confident to come out and speak the word of God without fear. The same sort of thing has often happened since. You've sometimes seen a widely spreading oak tree cut down and you have missed its grateful shadow, yet afterwards you have discovered that many little trees, which would have been dwarfed beneath its shade, have grown more rapidly in its absence. And in like manner, the removal of some eminent servant of the Lord Jesus Christ has frequently made room for others to spring up and more than fill his place. Great wisdom from Brother Spurgeon there. Well, friends, let's close with our Bible verse for the month of June, Daniel 6, verse 23. The king was overjoyed and gave orders to take Daniel out of the lion's den. When Daniel was brought up from the den, he was found to be unharmed, for he trusted in his God. 
And friends, whatever you're suffering through right now, whatever difficult trial you're going through, I want to encourage you to do what Paul did and do what Daniel did. Trust in your God for, as Romans 8.28 tells us, all of this will work together for the good of those who know God and are called according to his purpose. Good day to you and Godspeed.